Scripture this morning comes from Jeremiah 23, 1 through 6. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people, it is you who have scattered away my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them. So I will attend to you for your evil doings, said the Lord. Then I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them, and they shall not fear any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved, and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called, The Lord is Our Righteousness. There is no doubt that we all know what we are approaching this week. Family, friends are coming together to celebrate Thanksgiving. I remember this lady, she was 19. She spent a few days in the hospital waiting to deliver a baby. And she delivered the baby on a Monday morning, on the 12th day of April. The baby was over 10 pounds in weight. And that baby was loved and cared for in many ways. And as we give thanks to God for the many, many blessings that surround us, this year I want to give thanks to God for my mother because I was that baby who was born many years ago who gave a lot of trouble to his mom but who was still loved by his mother. Around the table on Thanksgiving, whether it's on Thanksgiving Day or the day before or the day after, when we sit together as family members and as friends, it is the tradition for us to say what we are thankful for. And many times we have been thankful for our family. This year, I am particularly thankful for my mom. As I remember her, she passed almost three years ago. But yes, I am thankful for her. How thankful are we at this time of the year. How thankful are we at this time of the year? What if our Thanksgiving celebration truly reflect a day of Thanksgiving? What if that day truly reflect a day of Thanksgiving? <coughs> This year's entertainment journalist, Joel Amos, 
has a new appreciation for life. After it was given, just 15% chance of survival from a serious heart condition, a condition that necessitated emergency surgery. I mean, just imagine giving 15% chance to survive. And Joel says, in a piece he wrote, when we gather around the table at Thanksgiving, and each of us offers our thoughts as to what we are thankful for, I try not to take so long that we are opening Christmas present by the time I conclude. It is because there is much to be thankful for. For one, I should not be here twice over. And because of that, and many other reasons, I am thankful to God. My friends, Thanksgiving is for Joel a day to be thankful. What if for each of us, during Thanksgiving Day, we take time to celebrate with the less fortunate? Those who may have no one to celebrate with them. Whether we do on Thanksgiving Day or the day after, let's make sure we are giving thanks to God. We all know the meaning of thanksgiving as Americans. From the amazing turkey dinner to the cozy gathering of friends and family members, it is no wonder that thanksgiving is the favorite holiday for many. It has the fun of Christmas without the stress of the decorating and the gift giving that goes on with Christmas. It brings family together. And for some, like those who have dealt with big challenges or who have overcome health scared, the Thanksgiving spirit has added meaning. I mean, just think about the, the thousands or probably millions of people in our nation who have been told one time during the year about a health condition. Just remember them, just, just, just picture them to see how thankful they would be during this Thanksgiving. Would you agree that the spirit of Thanksgiving adds some positive meaning to persons with health and other problems? I mean, just the fact that they are surrounded by people who are ready, willing, and able to give thanks. What if, during a Thanksgiving gathering, we miss an opportunity to brighten the lives of the people around us? Because sometimes we miss it. We are so focused on the, on the meal, focused on the football, focused on other things, that we miss an opportunity 
to brighten the lives of somebody. Maybe it's just that cousin who is around in the house who doesn't want to talk but needs somebody to listen to him or her. What if we pay attention to that person this year and just brighten their lives, especially those we know who are in need of affirmation and of encouragement? Because sometimes we gather without recognizing the people around us. What if you take time to recognize somebody around you this year and try to see if that person needs some affirmation, some positive words, some encouragement? What if that is your Thanksgiving celebration this year? Thanksgiving is the same for all of us. It is a period that we give thanks. And what if around the table this year, we do, just don't say blanketly, I thank God for family, but you say, I thank God for an individual around the table. You name that person by name. Call the name out. I thank God for this particular person in our family or in our circle of friendship. About three weeks ago, I received a call from a friend, Joseph. He's in the state of Delaware. In 2017, he was diagnosed with cancer of the liver. And Joseph has been going through a lot of uncertain days. I remember calling him almost every week just to check on him. And then I stopped calling because he would not pick up the phone. I assume he was doing his treatment and probably was in pain. When my brother passed away and I was in Freetown for the funeral, he called to, to sympathize. So I said to him, hey, I've been calling you and you've not been picking up your phone. And he explained the pain he was going through after every treatment, which is what I assumed. Finally, about three weeks ago, Joseph called me with good news. He went through a liver transplant surgery. And he says, so far, there is no rejection of the new liver. Don't you think that Thanksgiving this year means something special to him and his family? What if we remember during the year everything God has done for us, with us and through us, and just give thanks to God? A few weeks ago, I was at the conference office for the pastor's cohort training 
for this MCCI. And around the table, before we start every training, we pray. And this time, we were praying for Grace Garber. Grace is the secretary, one of the secretaries of the conference center. And she is the administrative assistant to the person who is leading the MCCI program. Grace had gone for medical checkup. And it was during the medical checkup that they, they found out that she has to go to the hospital immediately for emergency surgery because she has a 95% blockage. Grace went through surgery, Grace is recovering, and Grace is doing better. Don't you believe that this Thanksgiving is a special Thanksgiving for Grace? The story is told that Grace had family members who have died because they were not properly checked in the past. My friends, Thanksgiving is a time for us to find reasons to be thankful to Almighty God. You may not have anything, but I doubt it. We all have one reason or two to be thankful for. As Christians, we are also thankful on this day as we welcome and celebrate Christ the King Sunday. This day brings to an end the church year. And next Sunday, we start another year in the calendar of the church. So the question on Christ the King Sunday is, is Jesus Christ the King of our lives? Collectively, as Church of the Cross United Methodist members, visitors, and guests, is Jesus Christ the King of our lives? From the beginning of the church's year, we have been hearing about the King who was coming, the anointed one of God who would save his people. If you go back to the birth of Jesus Christ, astrologers from the East came inquiring of Herod. And what was the question they asked Herod? Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? So from the beginning, these wise men knew and understood the significance of the baby Jesus that he, he, he is indeed king. When called as a disciple, Nathaniel answered, Almost prophetically, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. And if you read through the scripture, step by step, Jesus has been designated or labeled or affirmed as king. At one point in Jesus' ministry, the people responded so enthusiastically that they were about to come and take him by force 
to make him king. When Jesus rides into Jerusalem, he purposefully fulfills the prophecy of Zechariah, which says, Lo, your king comes to you humble and riding upon a donkey. The scripture is saturated with those statements of Jesus, letting all of us know that indeed Jesus is king. The people greet him on that day as he rode into Jerusalem. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Kingship is the center around which the charges against Jesus are brought to Pilate. Are you the king of the Jews? Pilate asks. Hours later, Pilate gives his own sarcastic affirmation in the legally required statement of charge placed on the cross. This is the king of the Jews. And the soldiers taunted Jesus. If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. My friends, many, many examples are in the scripture referring to Jesus as king. And as we celebrate Christ the King Sunday, we come to the point where we know we are part of the royalty of God. We serve a king, and his name is Jesus. This morning, my friends, I want us to remember and give thanks to God because of Jesus Christ. And for us to examine ourselves and say, is he the king of our lives? Is he the king of our life? It's thanksgiving as a culture. Is Christ the King Sunday as a church? When you put both of them together, it urges us to give thanks to God for the King who is coming again. The recurring theme with what makes Thanksgiving so special is that it makes people reflect on the importance of family the importance of our faith. And that's something Jason Compton, a father of two, living in Tulsa, Oklahoma, will never forget to appreciate, especially around this time of the year. Because just a few weeks before Thanksgiving, in 2016, his mom was diagnosed with a deadly form of cancer. The doctors said she probably had about two months left, and the family wasn't even sure she'll even survive until the new year. Knowing that this could be the last Thanksgiving, I'll get to spend with, with my mother, 
It made me appreciate it even more, said Jason. The experience gave Jason a new appreciation for so many of the moments we often take for granted. My friends, because we live in and trust God as our creator, what if we depart this sanctuary this morning with an attitude of thanksgiving? Just thank God for who God is and for what God is to each of us. Because there is no area of our lives to which the king's authority does not ex extend. Jesus being the king of kings. Therefore, what if we depart this day acknowledging Jesus as our king? It's a double dose. It's thanksgiving. And it's Jesus, the king of kings. And so this morning we go. We remember, as I do this year, the day I was born, and give thanks to my mom. We go and remember something that we can give thanks to God for. Therefore, I will say to each of you, happy Thanksgiving. And may Jesus Christ be the king of your life. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the people of God say, Amen. Amen.